signing off. <laughs>to transmissions <laughs> from the dark side where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you i am matt noss with me at the table my two favorite people in the whole wide world why if it isn't jen hansen and matt rose hi hi how's Hello. everybody doing so I'm good good I'm very excited to talk about today's episode because it's a steamy one. It is. Ooh, it it's is. a saucy one. Today, uh, today we watched an episode called The Mandrake Root. Yeah. If this is your first time joining us, thanks for giving us a chance. Well, what we do around these parts is we watch anthology horror. That's a horror story that's different every week. And tonight is no exception. It's no exception, Jen. You got that right. So we watched The Mandrake Root, and it is customary for us to guess... What the episode's about, based on title alone, we call it the Dark Side Guess. Who would like to go first? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. The Mandrake Root. A hand of glory? Check. A fully formed homunculus? Check. A complete undisturbed mandrake? <laughs> mandrake Root? Egads, it's missing. Now it's up to Gene... <laughs> I can't read my writing, I'm sorry. Now it's up to Jean Hauser Pruitt, Nightwatch Witch at the Occult Museum in Salem, Massachusetts, to find it before the day shift supervisor arrives, or risk permanent banishment from the coven. Can she find the Mandrake Root? Can she finish her rounds? Can the, mu- <laughs> can the museum really expect a single mom with two kids to live on $12 an hour? <laughs> that's, that's great. That's a really good that's one. That's a good one. Uh, here's mine, the Mandrake Root. The legendary mandrake root, said to hold mystical powers for those who can grow it, has been missing for centuries. Until a werewolf, a zombie, and a Dracula decide to go on a road trip to the Amazon. Dot com headquarters. (laughs) I love that they're all in the same car. Because you know they don't have the same taste in music. No, absolutely not. Werewolf likes to drive with the window open. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. The mandrake root. Mandrake. (laughs) Mandrake root Well I gotta go (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately None of these guesses were correct So Jen please hit us up with those sweet deeds Alright we watched The Mandrake Root This is season 2 episode 10 of Monsters It aired December 10th 1989 And here's the description from IMDB A married woman finds her deceased grandmother's exotic plant in the basement. It's the mythical mandrake root, an ingredient used in black magic to create the perfect lover that unfortunately feeds on human blood. Oh, bury the lead. Yeah. 
This episode was directed by Brian Thomas Jones. He directed Escape from Safe Haven, The Rejuvenator, Posed for Murder, and six episodes of Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. Yeah, Beetleborgs. Our episode was written by Harvey Jacobs. He wrote uh, New York, the New York Honey episode from season yep. one. Yep. He also wrote some uh, tales from the Dark Side hits and misses, including It All Comes Out in the Wash, Comet Watch, A New Lease on Life, The Grave Robber, and Seymour Llama. Oh, God, more more misses than hits yeah. on that one. Yeah. Come, it All Comes Out in the Wash was the only one that it's, I'd uh, It's painful, it. yeah. Uh, this episode starred Melba Moore as Angela. Uh, she was in Death by Temptation, uh, voiced uh, in All Dogs Go to Heaven. She was in Hair. She's in The Fighting Temptations. She was also a singer, um, an R&B singer in the, um, in the 70s and 80s with several R&B dance hits. Uh, singles including Love's Coming Atcha. Mind Up Tonight, some post-disco stuff, Keeping My Lover Satisfied, Love Me Right, Living For Your Love, uh, Read My Lips, which later won more a fourth Grammy nomination for Best Female Rock Vocal Performance. Holy cow. Making her just the third black artist after Donna Summer and Michael Jackson to be nominated in the rock category. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Moore also headlined the CBS television sitcom Melba. Its debut aired the same night as the Challenger explosion and the show was abruptly canceled. Jesus Christ. Oh no! Oh, what a nightmare! Yeah, yeah. Her success began to wane as the decade closed. Although she managed two further top ten R and B hits, "Do You Really Want My Love" and "Lift Every Voice and Sing." Hmm. All right. Yeah. Episode also starred Frankie Faison. Uh, he was the landlord in Coming to America. He's a character actor who's been the in a best. million he things. He was one of the or- he was the orderly. He was the orderly in, in of the all Lambs. of the yes, all of the Silence yeah. of the Lambs and uh, Hannibal, Hannibal and Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Yeah. Uh, he was notably for me. He was uh, Commissioner Irvin Burl in uh, The Wire. In many episodes of The oh. Wire, he was in uh, Do the Right Thing, Coming to America, Maximum Overdrive, lots and lots of stuff. Oh, maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Uh, Byron, oh gosh, sorry. In a big blank space here. Byron Minns played Kevin the Mandrake Root. No one's going to even acknowledge that. Nope. I'm no. going to, we got to save it for the app. God. Kevin. <sighs> All right. Kevin the Mandrake Root. I, no, it's just Mandrake Root. I just, <laughs> just say his name was Kevin the Mandrake Root. Just pretend that was in there. Okay. Uh, he has a few acting credits, a lot of um, just sort of uh, B-list television shows, but notable for writing the film and the cartoon Black Dynamite. Oh, my God. I oh. cannot believe that. That is the best. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. That is so great. Chocolate giddy up. Chocolate giddy up. <laughs> and then the real estate agent was played by Claudia Silver. She was in He Said, She Said. And she's also written a lot of episodes of cartoons, but like children's current children's cartoons. Huh. Interesting. Um, has tons and tons of credits for them. So a lot of stuff that I am not yet familiar with, but look forward to. Uh, there's some new Muppet Babies coming out. What? In 2019. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, we're we're pretty much at peak nostalgia for it. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, I mean, they redid Ducktales, yeah, which I 
actually really like. It's it was really funny. good. Yeah, it's very funny. Is it still a yeah, thing? It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's Benny Schwaz, right? Yeah, Benny Schwaz, uh, uh, Daniel Bob, Pudi. Bobby Moynihan, Daddy oh. Pudi, um Oh, that's David awesome. Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. Stop. Yeah, they've had Lin Manuel Miranda on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, All right. uh, God, what's uh, the the dean from Community? Jim Rash. Yeah, yeah. Jim Rash. Uh, he is a character on the show. Like, isn't Putty La- Launchpad? Who? Who's no, that? no, no. Beck Bennett is Launchpad. Oh, that's right. Oh, this sounds amazing. Yeah, you guys. Great. I watched the show. I'm just gonna. I'm just. Is it actually? I mean, it's those are amazing voices. Is the show itself fun? Yeah, it's a oh, fun yeah. show. Yeah, okay. yeah. There, there, there I was like, like the a 2001 style. reference the other day. Okay. Yeah, I like the animation style, too. I think yeah. it's really fun. Okay, cool. I enjoy it. Don't expect the original, yeah. and you will be happy. Okay. Yeah. This is a reinterpretation of DuckTales. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny, though. I like it. All right. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I got to say about the uh, episode there, so... It's family hour. There must be something on. Oh, Crosby Critters, my favorite. Hi. <laughs> oh, great. It's Monsters, our favorite show. Oh, shh. It's starting. Let's watch it. Oh, let's watch it. Let's watch it. The door from the monsters swings wide open to reveal the knickknacks of your grandma. <laughs> Ephemera, Jesus lamp. Yeah, I. We got a Jesus lamp. We got so some little dust. There was there was a lamp that that looked like Jesus, but it looked like Jesus was being dragged around by his veins, like the kid from from night from night. Yeah, from three warriors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a good eye. <laughs> I can't watch that movie or think of that movie without hearing what a good on <laughs> needle and then it will and then the, then, the, then the little things on the arm going yeah. oh. <laughs> oh guys the <sighs> music that is occurring in the beginning of this episode the whole episode, the whole episode is schizophrenic on, on a, a non-stop cavalcade of music but I put it, I, I wrote down soft rock music box. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> blink, 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 blink. So grandma's dead and uh, she is Angela. Is that her name? Uh, well, I think her name is Angela. Her husband calls her An- A- Angel. Angel, yes. So let's say Angel is packing up the house. Uh, and Angel is also heavily narrating throughout this entire episode. Oh, it is this is very she, much a stage yeah, play. Yeah, she she does what I do when I freaked myself out at home. I narrate everything I'm doing so the ghosts know and they can get out of the way. I'm just coming down to the basement right now. Going to put yep. this laundry in and turn around quickly and walk no. right out. No Might run. harm, no foul. Who knows? The Minneapolis <laughs> Players Club presents the Mandrake Root. <laughs> wow, whatever am I to do in this room? Shall I clean it? I guess I should. I should. After all, it's my grandmother's house, and since she passed away, I need to sell it. And what's in the basement? Oh, Grandma, why have you died and left us all of this bric-a-brac? Why? There is a box. Oh, her husband is there first before we get to the box. Sorry, I was so excited about a box. Her her husband, Jack, is there. Now, I love Jack. Jack is great. Jack gets a raw deal in this episode. Yeah. 
but I like Jack. I like Frankie Faison. So that yeah. I, I, as soon as I saw he's so he great. was in the episode, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to give this episode at least a seven. <laughs> he's so great. And when he gets there, his wife pulls up a dress and goes, I bet Grandpa really liked this one. And unfazed, he goes, he left her. <laughs> <laughs> like, cuts to the quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then she, God, I forget exactly what she said to, as a response to that. And he was like, doesn't matter. He was gone. They never found him. And she never left the house again. So so Jack is, I would say, a, a, a realist. Also, they, they seem to have been married for a while. A little and maybe, while, yeah. You know, a little bloom comes off the rose. Look, you settle into some patterns. You have to talk about how the flight was and your poops and, you know, dinner things. I'm... <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> Those are the three things in a marriage you talk about: how the flight was, what your poops. Ju- what a jump! What a fucking. Hey, how was the flight? Your poops okay? <laughs> what was the last thing I said? Dinner's ready. <laughs> Dinner things. Dinner things. It's like I'm reading categories on Jeopardy. <laughs> Potent potable. Uh, yeah. Air air travel. Yeah. Famous constipations. <laughs> Dinner time. I'll take dinners uh, dinners ready for two hundred. Dinner's ready. Oh yum. Uh, what is oh yum? Thank you. Thank you. But. This episode, there is a there is this overlying, um, you know, she needs excitement and she needs sexuality. She has a real cr- crisis, a crisis, yeah, in the house. She's cleaning up her grandmother's things after she's passed, and she's like, "Is this what life's about?" Mm-hmm. Well, and and she starts talking about how how much junk there is around the house, and she says, "Is this what life is? You live, you die, you leave a pile of junk behind." Not me, man. Not me. Oh, I'm guys. I'm leaving a pile of junk behind. No, that's what I'm going to die saying. in the oh. fire of stuff that I burn. Oh yeah, I am. I'm going to get trapped <laughs> under a pile of newspapers like Seymour Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the end of What's Eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> yeah, that, that's me, baby. Oh, without a doubt. No, um, yeah, please. Like, I, I just started collecting records again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to wander through this labyrinth of vinyl, <laughs> you'll be able to find my deceased corpse being eaten, <laughs> being eaten by the lizard I some for some reason <laughs> got in my seventies. I named him Roscoe and gave him an eye patch. He hates it. <laughs> Do you remember my brother's iguana? Squirt? Oh, yeah. yeah of course oh, I man. do. Of course you do. You that thing's still thing alive squirt? somewhere. Oh, somewhere. He's yeah. Somewhere he's eating children. That thing was huge. I love that the reaction that some people have that buying an exotic pet doesn't work out the way that they think it is, is to release <laughs> it, it through the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, why does Shelby Township have an alligator problem? Yeah. Yeah. Or they just like take they're it so to a lake. They're so cute when they're little. Yeah. They take it to a lake and they're like, ah, nature will figure it out. Yeah. Like, did you see Jurassic Park? <laughs> Life finds a way. And yeah. this thing has no enemies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, this monkey probably came from a lake. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that there was uh, an alligator in a lake in Southfield and that the thing was three years old. That was like, 
Oh, Jesus. man, that thing's seen some shit. Guys, don't worry. We just dropped a Muay Thai bully in this, <laughs> in this school of kids with rashes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, th- it did keep the, the Canada goose problem down a bit. But <laughs> oh, I'm sure. That majestic animal. Majestic animal. Is this what life's about? And then her husband is the coolest. He's like, you know, slow down. <laughs> Just do one thing at a time. We're going to get out of this house. Yeah, we're going to sell it. We're going to make money. Don't worry about it. We're, this is just temporary. Anyway, I have a flight to catch. Yep. Sorry, honey. I got business, 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 business. Yeah. But I'm glad I was able to come and help you look at stuff. <laughs> Give you a pep talk. Don't talk to yourself while I'm away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe try packing something. <laughs> Which, or wander um, from room to room and narrate Nate, Tennessee hey. Williams style. <laughs> I love, I love Faison's understanding of his wife. Like, hey, um, just do something. Yeah. <laughs> While hey. I'm gone, feel free to do a thing. <laughs> but Note, also, narrating is not a thing. But also, if you could keep your wistful talking to yourself at a minimum. <laughs> He kind of is a dick. He's just preoccupied. He's on that edge. He says it with softness, but the things that he says are pretty like... Look, they've lived in four houses already. He's been through this. Right. He knows, yeah, this is, hey, this is going his to be wife a better year than to pack. You do, man. Yeah. That's true. He's, he's seen... got to wander from room to room, pick up each thing, say, oh, this was grandma's you know, thing that she got at the place. Aww. And then put it back and then down. It's and it's two like, weeks oh, later Christ. and we haven't thrown out exactly. any. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to put different stickers on everything first. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, of course, that's what's holding us back. And I have to make sure that I've got I've got equal sets of all the cups. Don't worry. I called Dumichelles. They're going to come out here, and we're going to get all of this bric-a-brac that nobody wants, even us. We're going to make a mint. We're going to make a mint. We're going to make a mint on this shit. That dresser has to be worth something. It's old. <laughs> My favorite thing in the whole wide world is like that. Yeah. Let's it's definitely an antique. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, have you done a modicum of research? No. It's old. It's old. It's old. It's in great shape. There's a story. I've oh, ever... you got to buy it for the story. Yeah, that's You why may you... think it's hideous, but wait till you hear the story. Everybody loves everybody else's story about their family they don't care about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. My great-grandfather bought this. <laughs> <laughs> but get this. It was after the Depression, so money was hard. So he hustled pool to buy it. Can I find out more about the hustling pool? No, you nope. cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> no, no, instead of saying that, it would be like, so what, like 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> so she is indeed, the moment he leaves, wandering around the house talking. Well, no, we get to the part. Of the episode that I like to call Take That Box. That's right. Oh, shit. Where she punts a box across the room. Why was she so mad at that box? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it didn't like her narration, I guess. <laughs> uh, life with a box, day one. <laughs> box is looking at me again. <laughs> Take that box. <laughs> Kick. 
Day two, I've had just about enough of this box. box. <laughs> Day three, box and I had dinner. It was okay. <laughs> well, she does the famous thing that people who don't want to do anything do, which is just pick the hardest thing to do first. <laughs> I have, oh, yeah. Let's start in the basement. This is literally something I would do because it's the dumbest thing to do and it no one will get to see what you've done. Yes. That's like, smart. Yep. Yep. You got to go to the basement where all the real throwaway shit is. You thought the stuff upstairs was garbage? Wait till you get to a murky basement. Wait until you see 50,000 yards of tangled Christmas lights that don't work. Oh, and we can oh. sell these, right? Somebody will buy these. I got that guy from Dumashell's. <laughs> <laughs> I... I hate how much I related to this part of it yeah. because that is me where it is like, Matt, if you would just pick up like six things in this room, this room would be done. Yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. I'm going to go into the the clutter room and pick up six things there. I'm going to see if anybody else uh, on this street uh, has also lost a parent or loved one and just want to compare the garbage <laughs> that they have. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into the garage. I'm going to grab a leaf blower. I'm going to come back in here. I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back. The end. Then we're going to go home, and I'm going to talk about how we didn't get anything done today. <laughs> and I'm really stressed out. I'm going to say, but we made some progress. <laughs> well, I, I got the leaf blower. <laughs> the leaf blower. I'm a maniac. I'm an insane person. Yeah. Catherine is often at her wit's end. Like, she will see me when I'm, like, really spinning. And I don't talk because, yeah. of course, I don't. Right. <laughs> and then she can just see me. And I'm walking in circles. Uh-huh. Just, like, around a room doing nothing. Like, yeah. Maybe picking up the same thing over and over, like a like a yeah. fucking serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure it's hilarious for neighbors to watch me try to do yard work, because I will do one strip with the mower. I'll stop. I'll go into the garage. I'll get something. I'll come back. I'll pull a weed. I'll put the weed on the ground. I'll go back. I'll come back with something to do something with the weed. Go back. Do another strip of the lawn. Go back into the garage. It is. It must be like people sit on their lawn chairs to watch this shit. I don't get why, but it's like I can't do more than a couple strips without like, oh shit, I have to go get this or that. It's. I, I am not great, but I can, when when I have to, I will just start pitching stuff or I will work a room, you know, in steps. It's like I'm here, a I will. million times better than I was. I've cleared yeah. my life of a lot of clutter. Yep. I want to get rid of all of these CDs yeah, um, and just have the records. And basically, if that thing fills up, I'm yeah. done. There is not. <laughs> I, I joke with uh, with Ted, uh, my husband, that it's – I can't remember if it is the – I think it's the Millhouse's parents, a Millhouse divided. I think it's when Millhouse's parents get divorced. Mm-hmm. They're having the party and Marge is getting everything ready. 
And uh, she says, Homer, are you ready? And Homer says, just got to get my shoes on. And you look at he is naked except for his underwear and is playing with slot cars on the floor. That is, that is Chad Hansen. There is a thing. Uh, I, I don't want to get into it, but at the same time, we're already here. Yeah. Where it does take guys no time, quote unquote. To get ready, especially me because I'm bald. Mm-hmm. Like, all I have to do is get my clothes on. Yeah. yeah. So the longest part of my getting ready is after outfit is chosen, which again is a guy. Doesn't take long. Doesn't take long, and I understand that. Is ironing. And once I'm ironed, yeah. I'm ready to go in five minutes or less. Right. Whereas, oh, man. You see, you iron, I shake a shirt a few times. Good enough. But you know what I mean. So it was yeah. like for me to get ready in five minutes isn't insane. Mm-hmm. But then what will happen to me is, oh, what's this YouTube video? Yep. Mm-hmm. We are two minutes into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it we're twelve thirty. Are we? Um, <laughs> so one thing that we should mention um, is that when she's talking about how she she felt bad for her grandma because she died alone. Um, Jack, her husband, starts talking about how, hey, she came from Haiti. She built a family. She had your mother who had you. She didn't have as lonely of a life as you think she did. Right. You know, she had a good life. You know, it just, some areas of it didn't pan out right. So I wanted to bring that up. She goes down to the basement. She goes in the basement, and it is a dank basement. Everything that you can see right now leads you to believe that this is just your run-of-the-mill... Dank meme of a basement. Exactly. Dank meme of a basement. And then she sees a box. And she goes, wait a minute. I I remember remember this box. box. Yeah, this used to have uh, Grandpa's love letters to Grandma in it. But let's open it. Haha. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Death is the biggest invasion of privacy. So inside there is oh, God, a... Remember that's... when death was all up in your business? Uh, <laughs> that is not hey, a... Hey! I, I didn't come up with that. That was... In the... yeah. I know. Yeah. I know, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> no, I just Calm didn't down, want any listeners... I didn't want any listeners to think like, oh, you know, he came up with that on his own. Literally in the episode. All right. Sorry, guys. All right, everything checks out. Welcome to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) But don't tell me that you're not having poutine. (laughs) (laughs) So inside of Grandma's box, inside the box, there is a note uh, or a a A scroll scroll that has sort of a A a poem poem about... sweet limerick. Yeah. There once was Was a a mandrake root from... (laughs) Mandrake. It goes on a little too long. It's like an epic poem. Yeah, it it is a bit long. Yeah. It basically, paraphrasing terribly, is it needs to be fed. Blood. Blood. And then it will thrill you, but you need to choose if you want to be with it or to kill Kill it. it. Yes. So will you kiss or will you kill? And then she's like, oh, my grandfather's ring on this... So this is now this is now the part. She's read the poem, she's opened the box, and she sees in the distance this thing that's covered by like 
a sheet, a, a small sheet. sheet. Yeah. Uh, she takes the sheet off, and we get to see for the very first time the mandrake root. And so she sees a ring on the mandrake root and reaches for it, and <laughs> it pricks her finger, and there is a drop of blood on the mandrake root. She recoils and says, I don't know, says ouch or something, and then walks upstairs. She she makes a crack about like, I didn't want to be cut by any plant. Or yeah, yeah, something you know, something about mm-hmm. being attacked by a So vegetable. when you guys saw the mandrake root for the first time, <laughs> what did you think it looked uh. like? Oh, you mean dehydrated salacious crumb? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Did you top mean... that? I top that. I can't top that because <laughs> like, I wrote like, down that looks like a wise sock puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that it looked like <laughs> it looked like a punk rock capybara. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a mess of it's a if it's a plant, it's a mess. <laughs> and it's a mess of a plant. And with that, we are at the act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Some folks don't believe the super fruitiness of bonkers fruit candy. They learn soon enough. (laughs) Some folks think bonkers is gum. (laughs) They know it's candy now. With this extra fruity inside, bonkers is so super fruity. Bonkers. Bonks you out. Well, yeah, I wouldn't imagine the commercial that shows fake fruit falling (laughs) from the sky. Some people think bonkers is a type of stew. They don't have to eat it. Somebody once told me that they thought bonkers was the name of a chimpanzee that went to the moon. (laughs) Those people are nutcases. I don't like them much. Some people think Bonkers is a very fancy brand of shoes that that lady on Sex and the City wore. It's not. Some people think Bonkers is how you describe a crazy person. Nope. You call them cuckoo go nuts. Some people think Bonkers is an alien overlord that guides our thoughts and feelings from a spaceship inside a volcano. Could be. LRH is here, <laughs> and he's brought the bonkers with him. Some people think bonkers is body thetans. Might could be. Please grab these engrams <laughs> by the tail and think bonkers. You think you can be OT level nine and not be eating bonkers? You are a suppressive person. <laughs> And we're back. Act two begins with a real subtle conversation between a woman and a real estate agent. <laughs> but but you could actually hear out, the real yes. estate agent. We sprung we we spared no expense and got an actor on the other side of the phone. Yeah, that's right. No more how phone. Now we get mm, conversation. And it basically goes like, hey, I think I could get this sold really quick. Mm-hmm. I'll come over tomorrow and we'll list it and you'll have a buyer in a couple days. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So she goes, she's, she is on the phone having this conversation while she's having this conversation. She wanders into the basement and I don't, she does. I don't, this, when we saw this in my head, I was like, oh, oh no. (laughs) And then we like, when it cuts to the next scene, we had to stop it. For a good thirty seconds, just to process <laughs> what we were what happened. Okay, so the we wolf- see we see Angela walking down the basement stairs with a butcher knife because she's going to get her grandpa's ring off of that vegetable, and she she doesn't see the root anymore. Well, there's still. It's it's like a longer plant. Yeah, yeah. Now. She she doesn't see it's the very um, akin. She doesn't see the salacious crumb. Yes, she sees it's an very, actual root system. It's very akin to the scene in Aliens where Sigourney Weaver goes to <laughs> yeah. goes to save Newt. Yes, she was walking on a neural network yes. with a very tentacles. large, overstated root. Yes. Harry root at that. He is at, at the most casual one million percent phallic. Yes. <laughs> one million percent phallic. This was a hog <laughs> yep, on the ground. It's a dickweed. This was a dickweed. Here's here's the thing. So this this long dickweed ends in a man. Um the thing that makes me crazy, and this happens not just in this episode, where it's the visually follow the line all the way down, oh, then get to the something. end and look up yeah. and there's a man at the end. It's like, if you walk down, you would notice, notice that there the was man. just a dude standing. It's like, yeah. oh, look, there's a long string that's on fire and it's going all the way to a bomb. Yeah. They wrote in the script, woman sees root on floor, doesn't look straight ahead. Instead, yeah. gets on all fours and follows it uh, like a bloodhound. <laughs> <laughs> like she sees this giant dick root and goes, well, I got to touch this. Yeah. yeah. I got to check me out some dick root. And looks up, sees the mandrake and promptly faints out. This now, is a weird it, episode. It, this is very bizarre, but it's about to get cranked oh all the way up it gets so weird now she wakes up so she's just seen the mandrake the human man that was formed kevin (laughs) the human man formed from plant yes she passes out she wakes up she is in a red satin bed Still narrow, and, it, and it looks like it looks like it might be a round shaped bed. Like I don't, I, I don't, would say yes. Yeah, I don't, I'd assume I don't think, yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like rectangular heart shaped. Yeah, I would not. She's be saying, "My head. Oh, what a weird dream. What happens?" Still narrating through all this. So she, I'm just going to state the facts. So yes, we we now see the whole set and its dressing, the whole thing. It was it was so visually confusing i think i described it as like a picture that was upside down and i couldn't quite figure out what i was looking at but she wakes up 
surrounded by candles on red satin sheets being stroked by a naked man with vine hair wearing her grandpa's ring. So that is the actual image that you see. Correct. I just wrote, she woke up on the set of Deep Throat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine is actually not that far, Matt. I, I wrote that she woke up on the set of the Swamp Thing porn parody. Oh, yeah. Because when you see this guy in the shadow, the cod piece and all of the lower extremity stuff that they have is incredibly close to his body. So do you know what he kind of reminded me of? Is if you t- <laughs> if you took the human part of a centaur and just gave him some spindly legs. I thought the same thing. I was like, what's Thin Torgo doing here? <laughs> <laughs> He looked sort of like a a Ken doll that had been in the bottom of a lake for a while. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, they have this humongous phallic root yeah. hanging off of him. Right. Yeah. I I I took a screenshot. Well, I didn't take a screenshot. I took a picture. Uh and I sent it to you guys before and I, I took sh- it to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> took it all the way to the bank. The spank bank. <laughs> and deposits, please. <laughs> I jizzed right into a potted plant. <laughs> and that was a mandrake. <laughs> it's the best lover I've ever had. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Manny. No, it's okay. Do you have any more? I'm good for probably. Right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me time, maybe. Pro- I was yeah. say probably. So he's got that big dick energy on lock. <laughs> She's like, Who are you? What are you doing here? Don't touch me. I'll scream. Now give me a second just to tell you the thing that was blowing my mind once he admits who he is. Mm-hmm. He also, after she says, I'll scream, says one of the grossest lines. Yep. Oh. It probably oh, tales and monsters yeah. history. history. This is a top 10 groaner. Top 10 rapey lines. Sometimes. What begins oh, yeah. as a scream can end in a moan. moan. Oh. Arf! I'm imagining that Ed Kemper said that yes. at some point. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely the line of a misogynistic maniac. Yeah. yeah. That is... is an awful line. Yeah. But in their dialogue, we find out, yet, yeah, yes, indeed, he's the Mandrake Root. He is Kevin, the Mandrake Root. Yeah. It's me, Kevin, <laughs> the Mandrake Root. I will be the best lover that you've ever had. My ambrosia smells so sweet. Well, yeah, and the poem even talks about how his scent is intoxicating. Intoxicating, that you, you can't concentrate around that musk. He's got Uh, husk musk. (laughs) He's got the allure of the beast. beast. But guys, all I'm thinking is this guy got down on your grandma. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah. Which he openly talks about. They fucked in that bed. That bed is in her grandma's house. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a shrine to debauchery. Oh, yeah. The, don't use a black light on that, man. That gross. And there's all no shower gonna, down all there. All you're gonna see is chlorophyll <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> he is never washed up either. No, no. he can't wash himself. He can't up. wash himself. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. he, he, <laughs> yeah. 
You want a root in your puss? Yeah. <laughs> you want a root in your puss? Get that root away from my puss. Okay, Thank you. So, Excuse me. So not to what bring... begins as a denial of a root in the puss <laughs> and... is worth two in the bush. <laughs> I mean, I am wigged out at this point. This episode is so don't think about it. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm out of the episode nearly the rest of the time because the whole time my brain is going, why is this Mandrake root spitting mad game at? <laughs> I don't blame the Mandrake root. Like he he he's got to get some. It that is his is, job. I, he doesn't care if it's grandma. And you know he's not privy to our, you know, puritanical. Because the poem is pretty much like he is a voodoo trope. Yes. He is a. This is a voodoo root. This is. Mm-hmm. This is what this is. It right. is a this is it, a it fuck makes machine. Well, I mean the description was it makes like the ultimate lover, right? Mm-hmm. And is the ultimate lover going to be inhibited? No. Is the ultimate lover going to be kind of covered in vines and have weird hair? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> when it comes from a root there's thing you're not so, going to notice well, when that so, root lays the uh, pipe. I, I I do I do want to point uh one thing that he couldn't really go that far. He was kind of stuck in the basement. Yeah, but he could rock that basement. Oh, he could make oh. you feel like you weren't in a basement. Yeah. He could make you feel like you were in the second floor. <laughs> oh yeah, or a ground floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, they start talking, and I guess the intoxication of the mandrake root really takes Angel over. Is that what's well, happening to her? Because I didn't understand I so. the third act. So, well, he, the second part of the <laughs> second act is, is she her defenses go from very high to him going, look, your husband is a child and uh, your life is lacking excitement. The oh God, he says the concoction that you call your marriage. Yeah, it's like, but all right. One thing I wanted to point out is before she is fully under his spell, he gives her back her knife and begs her to kill him. Which is, as everybody knows, Psychopath 101. Right. <laughs> if you don't want to fuck me, then you might as well just cut my heart out right now. Just Those are your two options. <laughs> right, as you can. Psychopaths are great at making you think you're at fault yeah. for everything. You don't want to get into a relationship with me. I'm bad news. <laughs> well, maybe you should stop being bad news and then we could probably work this out. Hey, you don't understand me. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So when he gives her the knife and tells her that she should kill him, she said, I could never. Because <laughs> I even wrote out, never. <laughs> then... Kind of apropos of nothing, they start kissing. Oh, God. Whoa, no, no, no. Is this what it is? He's like, oh, me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> no, they start making out and then. And then he goes all James Brown. <laughs> he starts like, he's like falling over and limping and just waiting for somebody to throw no, a, no. a spangled cape over him. He is dying of a thirst for blood. He goes, me hungry. 
And she's like, I've got some blood for you. You can feed on me. And she says, drink deep. As Which, she unbuttons her top. Yeah. And I mean, she she pulls the... Um, the straps. Strap. Thank you. I was going to say, what is that thing called? Yeah. Um, this, she this pulls the strap string. way down where... <laughs> what? Fuck you. <laughs> I called it the long string. <laughs> Hi, Sawi. That's okay. I loved it. Um, where she pulls it really far down, says, drink deep. And then and that's when we see his hand. He reveals that he's got little mouths in his hands. <laughs> oh, teeth for days. I got, gross. Little, I got little teeth hands. <laughs> oh, teeth hands. So gross. But he does drink deep. And this, uh, who wrote this again? Was this a dude? Yeah, yes. it was a, oh, you know yeah. it was a dude. Uh, of course it was. It was either a dude or Edith Swenson. But I, no, was you a, know what? When I, when I first saw it, like the whole uh, ultimate lover thing, yeah. I was like, oh my God, is this a Swenson? Sounds like a Swenson. It wasn't. It was Comet Watch. Yeah. Well, this is completely a guy who's never had sex's <laughs> idea of hot sex. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, he's going to have teeth in his hands, <laughs> and he's going to bore into her skin, and then she's going to orgasm a Oh, ton? yeah. Because that's how blood works. And then we're going to cut to later, and we're, it's going to be night, and you know it's night because there's an owl. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in this. You're, 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 hoo, hoo, yeah. Hoo. So that we are, means later. We are in this <laughs> dusty fuck palace. <laughs> And we hear an owl, and he's like, <laughs> he screams at her to come over there. Uh, yeah. He he does. It it was weird. Like, hey, you want to see something funny? Come here. <laughs> hey, look, it's the skull of your, your grandfather grandma. in an extraordinarily shallow grave. <laughs> like, how did she not trip over that skull? Yeah. <clears throat> so he reveals that he killed her grandfather by feeding on him then her grandmother killed him but wouldn't return him to wouldn't wouldn't let him actually die right and just, just kinda, kept him just as a fuck slave trimmed him yeah yeah i guess i guess and and she had been keeping her husband in the basement as he was saying a sacred cow basically something yeah. he could feed, feed on. on yeah And she's like, oh, cool, a ring. <laughs> like, she misses <laughs> yeah. the whole point. She's cum drunk. She is. She's dick drunk. Yeah. So that root did its job. <laughs> that root goes all the way down. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, Jack, the husband, calls. <laughs> Are you being served? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Third floor, lingerie. Uh, going up. Do, 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 do. I just wanted a reference that it was so obtuse. Yeah. And you did it, Matt. No, that was good. I, yeah. I, as soon as I knew that you were talking about, are you being served? I, Mrs. Kearsoff. <laughs> no, Mr. Kearsoff. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go. This is also a scene of weird cod pieces. <laughs> 
the yeah. man, the whole episode is an episode of weird cod pieces. And that's and then we get to an act break, right? That is an act break. Okay, and we'll be back. Well, more. wait, 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 wait. Uh, sorry. Why are you keeping us true to the show? <laughs> I'm telling the I'm... teacher we have a quiz today. <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't want to do it. She was going to forget. We watched the episode. Isn't that enough? <laughs> I was all ready to eat this mouthful of popcorn. <laughs> We're going to a break. <laughs> well, enjoy this, listeners. <laughs> sorry, Maddie. Go ahead. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I... My... <laughs> we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Grass. Just till it out when I prep my seed bed. Tillage only spreads quackgrass rhizomes. They'll just re-sprout later to cost yield this fall. Roundup is better. It goes through the plant to kill it. Tops and rhizomes. The more complete control of Roundup lasts longer than one year. But is it worth it? Even moderate infestations cost yield. Farm trials with Roundup made up to 12 more bushels an acre. Till it spreads quackgrass. Roundup kills it. Price cut again. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> is it worth it? I feel like we just listened to Dragnut. Nope. <laughs> well, goodbye. If you're cutting back on atrazine rates, don't cut back on quackgrass control. Go right to Roundup Herbicide for top control at a rock-bottom price. Roundup stops quackgrass, shoots roots and all, before it competes to steal you. So... Cut quackgrass right out of the picture with low price Roundup. It's never cost less. See your dealer. Quackgrass? I feel like these commercials make no sense to anyone that isn't my father. <laughs> he knows about quackgrass and rhizomes <laughs> and the mix of, no, you got to have, you, you want 80% magnesium and, and only 20%, you know, and that's going to be, if you get 80, 20, 20, that's a, first of all, that doesn't even add up. <laughs> if you got 120% quack grass, <laughs> you take a look at that fucking quack grass and you, you shit on it. First you let it take over your lawn, then it takes over your life. I've seen a quack grass fuck a woman. <laughs> Now, I hate to get blue, but I will. He pleased her. He pleased her more than a mandrake root. I've seen quack grass steal a man's family away from him. I've seen quack grass work a nine-to-five job for 30 years. Nothing disheartens me more than when a child calls quack grass daddy. (laughs) Now, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here with a poison that will eventually murder us all. That is easily in our in our drinking water, and although it's said to not cause any damage to us, it's definitely, definitely causing, causing damage, damage to all us. of us. I mean, why are we all so big and hurt? <laughs> why are we big and hurt? <laughs> mm. 
Meanwhile, Grandma Crack Quack Grass is over there in his lawn chair, smoking cigarettes, looking at you like it's your fault. Thank you. No, thank you. This is my America. Now priced less than ever. <laughs> Two cents and a kiss. <laughs> Uh, and we're back. Now, um, we enter a very casual scene that I called, Bitch, get out of here with that broth. <laughs> yeah, so... They were playing a game of brothy no brothy. <laughs> <laughs> although, although we did give Matt shit, I believe what happens at the end of the second act is that he goes, Oh, me hungry. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, what happens in the the last part of the the last act is they fuck again, right? Yeah. Um, and that's when we come back to I do not want your broth, and he smacks it out of her hand like it. Su- my sustenance is blood, is what he tells her, and she's like, "Look, you can you can totally eat off these titties again." And nope, I can't eat off of my lover. Lover, yeah. it was lover. It was lover. You have to say the word, Matt. Lover. There you go. Oh, I can't, I can't juice off my lover. Oh, I can't stay long. My lover is coming over this evening. Oh, cool. Are you practicing autoerotic asphyxiation so we never have to see either of you again? <laughs> We're having a sumptuous dinner on the veranda. My lover and I. My lover said the funniest thing the other day he, was, he said lover he was reading the new yorker and he looked at me and he said lover lover you simply must see this cartoon why it's donald trunk wearing a donald trunk <laughs> we laughed and then all of the blood fell out of our ears <laughs> and, it, and it pulled onto our money and then we made love on it because we are lovers. lovers. And by love, I mean we hired some hobos to fuck in front of us. He has no penis, you understand. He lost it in the money it's, war. It's, a, it's just a floppy piece of skin that is useless. <laughs> oh, my little muffin over here is the cutest little thing in our little apartment with that beautiful veranda. Don't mind me. My vagina closed up 30 years ago. If there's a strong breeze, you can hear it whistle anyway so her and i were, were there at home i'm reading the new yorker as is my peruge and she goes to me and i go you little kitten i said uh, lover lover what is it would we be having the steak or the fish and then i'm reminded that my teeth are weak because of inbreeding Anyway, we'll take paper instead of plastic. (laughs) (laughs) This Trader Joe's is something. (laughs) He does not care for broth, is what we learned. Do you mind if I lick my lover's face (laughs) while we wait for another one of these? What is this, a Trader Joe-O? I would love another (laughs) box of Trader Joe-O's. Plant man, no want broth. Me no want broth. Me no want broth. Me want blood. Me want blood. So he tells her that if she stops feeding him, to just bury him in cement and never come back. For and me. yeah, and, and never look back. 
Yeah. Bury me in cement and leave me there. That's a country song, right? No, that I is. I think so, yeah. Love Willie Nelson. Uh, yeah. Love bury me in cement and never come back. I couldn't. I couldn't bury you in cement. Oh. You're my lover. If, but if you could, just bury me in cement and then put the largest building you can afford over oh, it. Oh, darling, I'll never do that. I'll only bury you in kisses. Mm. Oh, kiss, 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 my lover. I think I see some hobos outside. <laughs> <Let's> get- <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get him the peppermint Jojos. Oh, this is wrong. All of a sudden, we hear a knock, a rap, tap, tapping on the door. It's the real estate lady, played by Marissa Tomei, not Debbie Mazar. <laughs> I love this real estate agent because she is. Living in the 80s, oh, heading yep. to the 90s, living in the wild, oh, wild yeah. west. 100%. She has a side ponytail. Her hair crimped to AF. She, there was some leopard print in there at some oh, point. Oh, there was. There was. She's living her best life, mm-hmm. selling real estate. She's not a yuppie anymore. This is the 80s, 90s. She's the best. Yeah. And she's like, hey, oh, there you are. Oh, hey, you're in the basement. I'm just going to casually stroll down. <laughs> <laughs> the mandrake root. What's that penis plant? <laughs> well, this smells like, smells like sex. Down. <laughs> Jesus, you need Roundup down here. <laughs> I dead. Oh, no, quack. She gets <laughs> murked by this mandrake root. Straight murked by the mandrake root. He, he he drains her completely. Yeah, and she is she's sort of a a shriveled or she looked fucked up. She's a yeah. husk. Yeah, she's a husk. Um, and then she, you know, angels like, well, there you go. Like, oh no, that was why did you do that? And she was he gonna said, sell the house. yeah. He said, you could have stopped it. <laughs> this is Again. the most abusive, abusive boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now get some more broth for me to throw. <laughs> I feel strong. Well, oh, and he this does. Is, this is when he starts telling her that she needs to get her husband here to be the sacred cow. And so she's under his thrall. So she says, uh, okay. okay. And, sh- and she calls him. And she tells him that she wants him to come home, and he's like, "Well, baby, I've got a, I've got a big meeting tomorrow." But I need you here. Yeah, I'm wearing all these silkies. I just feel weird in my Grammy's house. It's too many memories. It makes my head hurt. And he's like, well, "I guess uh, I could okay, tell I him can, it's a I family can, emergency." Yeah, I'll tell him it's a family emergency, and so. He comes home. So they do a smash cut. They do a smash cut. Hey, before you come, could you butter your neck? (laughs) (laughs) Also, before you come, I'm going to get ravaged by this plant man a couple more times. Hey, uh, could you go to the pantry and get all the broth and throw it away? (laughs) Because we're never eating broth again. So again, her grandmother lived with this her whole life. Yeah. Never told any family members. I mean, to be fair, if you were getting ravaged by a plant, would you tell the rest of your family? I'd keep it a dirty little secret. It would yeah. be a dirty little secret. It would be my sexy basement secret. <laughs> 
I just have to go downstairs, kids, and get the preserves. <laughs> I'll be Five back in 40 hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Your children's memoirs. Mom disappeared a lot. <laughs> That's when we found out that she was getting fucked by a plant. I'm just ironing. <laughs> uh, her husband comes back. Uh, I love this cut. He's like, mm, that was a great dinner. That was a great meal. This pie was delicious and this wine is wonderful. Why am I feeling woozy? Yeah, narrates is why am I woozy? I don't want to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch the 11 o'clock news. news. I am disappointed. <laughs> oh, and she, he says, I never miss the news. And she says, you won't see the news. You won't be on the news. No news no. is good, good, good news. news. I like news. the news. <laughs> oh, I like game shows. <laughs> Deep cut for all of our transmission heads out there. <laughs> well, we're now in the basement and he is chained up on a shitty bed. Uh, a la, Not the sex bed. A la seven. Yes. <laughs> I think she. I think that um, that the Mandrake actually tells her that she is now the keeper of the sacred cow. Yeah. He gives her the key. Yes. And now he's like, he'll last for years. Yeah. So he feeds on him. And right. Angel sees her poor real husband being fed on. And, and it snaps her out of it. Yeah. It snaps her out of it. And then she goes and gets the machete that was in the basement. Sure. And chops that root. She chops the root, which reveals that the root was mashed potatoes the whole time. Oh, I was going to say jizz. I was but... also going to say jizz. <laughs> <laughs> but Matt and I come mashed potatoes. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm so sorry. We come in mashed potatoes. I'm so sorry. Oh, and that's not okay. better. That's yeah. not better at all. Wow. Okay. Well, let's, let's hey, if with... I knew it was this kind of part. <laughs> and deal with it not. <laughs> I come mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> so she cuts the root. It jizzes. And he's like, you fool. My death is yours. Dream of me if you will. <laughs> I didn't understand this part. My death is yours. I don't know what that meant. Does that mean you caused my death? Because I thought it meant that my death, that you are also going to die. I yeah, thought it's, uh, who knows? But perhaps he meant my death is the death of your life as an excited woman stuck in a basement fucking a plant. <laughs> <laughs> it's another guy who thinks he he's God's gift. And it's like, all right. You're not going to get this dick, and you're not going to get any other dick. That's there is not. All right. Yeah. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Except for your husband, who was literally chained to a bed five feet from right. here. Right. And um, I don't know. Guys toss dick around pretty liberally. <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic uh, misogyny play. Yeah. And uh, But you know what? She's over it now. Yeah. yeah. She sees so the plant man that he is. And the boy man she has as a husband, and she chooses boy man. Yeah, he wakes up on her lap. Um, he also there was nothing dick. about him that seemed like he was a boy. He seemed fairly responsible. He yeah. was going so to work. He, he was doing He talked and... about how his boss, um, like when he wakes up on mm -hmm. his wife's lap, um, he talks about how his boss was teasing him. Oh, there's no was, good without his wife. And... He, well, yeah, he was running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. Um, that truly that bad no i mean 
comparatively to the way that the Mandrake group made him sound like. Yeah, made him sound like a child. He's a child. He's just a child. <laughs> Wanders in the middle of a movie. Christopher Walken. Foo <laughs> <Nice. laughs> <Who> Fighters. <laughs> Put it on your head. Uh, with the Mandrake root dead and them upstairs, they have a few parting quips. Yeah, she says that she wants to leave tomorrow and that they can move whenever they want. And I just wrote sexist comment because, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because Jack is talking about how, well, the the next woman in the house will take care of it. That's what they do or something. Yeah. Or it was like, oh, Jack, that's the way you want to go out? No, dude. Uh, and then it cuts back to the, but the basement. But, but before you do okay, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There sorry. is the part where uh, Angel goes, oh, I'm sure a woman will know exactly what oh, to do. Right. Oh, God. I'm sure a woman will know exactly what to bang in this house. And then it goes to the basement, basement. to show the mandrake root. And it didn't like move or like make a noise or something? I don't know. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait for next one. See you in $2. That's the episode. It is. You know what? It's a weird one. Yeah. It, is, it is a weird I episode just because you it. have to. But I didn't. Like, like it. it, but here's the thing with it: it the more you think about this episode, the worse this episode is. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when you're like, wait, she, they undersold the power of the Mandrake root, mm-hmm. but they also. Yeah, you, you couldn't see why she was making any of the decisions that she was making. Mm-hmm. She didn't seem under his spell. It just seemed like she was... Well, right. And and Jack didn't seem like the worst husband, right? Like, a couple episodes ago, where it was Gina Gershon and her, her douchebag husband right. that she used the bok choy to kill. Um, he was at least a jerk. And yeah. there's there's been other husbands throughout. By the way, tra- we're we're in the writers' room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- there's been episodes of tales and monsters with husbands that were far worse than 100%. this guy. Hundred percent. Has to go out of out of town for. Yeah, I had know, to go to work business. to yeah. buy you toys and oatmeal. What do you want, lady? Well, and there's the other part of there is like it's supposed to be like a voodoo thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the grandma was from Haiti. 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 They they have this mandrake root. The mandrake root is supposed to cast the spell, I guess, on the the person. I would love for it to play it out a little bit more like the episode of The Simpsons, the, like the first season Simpsons, where Marge meets. The, the, goal, fr- the the bowling pro. The French bowling yeah. pro. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the French bowling po- pro sweeps her off her feet. It's not breakfast. It's not lunch. But you get a good meal. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. <laughs> it is... Yeah, I couldn't tell... Everything, everything that is transition, character transition, is muted by the bold strokes of... You have a nude man here with a obviously phallic root. Right. And then you have the sex parts of it, which kind of overpower everything else in the episode. Yeah. 
And then you have this underlying, this is a generational fuck monster. <laughs> also, it wasn't, I mean, I guess he's kicking out, you know, pheromones or whatever, but he wasn't particularly a- appealing. So it's like I didn't see her, unless he's casting spells or something, I don't know. He is magic. I mean, he's putting a spell on her. Yeah, you didn't. Re- I don't know. I didn't really see that as. Much. Yeah, they could have. Yeah. They could have. They could have explained a little bit more about the mandrake to actually. I would have liked to have seen just a, like a shift in her character a little yeah. bit, just to you know, she doesn't have to be all yes, master, but um, you know, just a, a change in her demeanor that sort of showed okay, she is under a, a thrall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, more more pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. I, what do you do? I mean, you don't. Is it's, it fixable? I um. I mean, I guess so. What are the broken parts? I feel the broken parts are. I the, don't know that she was great in this role. The actress. I don't. I, I don't know if it would have been better with somebody who was. She was. She was nice. I don't know if somebody could have brought a little more. Um, just made it a little more interesting. I get you. I didn't need the contrivance of the dead grandma. Yes. Yeah. Like what yeah, if that none of that needed to be in there? What if it's it, we're we're watching Little Shop of Horrors? A hundred percent. I've written Audrey too in a couple of places. Yeah. You know. So just you know, they move into a new house and, and the, it's in the basement. She just finds this box. Or finds this scroll and there's a plant under there. Exactly. And he's traveling for work and they don't have kids. And truly, the grandma stuff took me out of it. Yeah. Well, and they could have made the husband worse, too. Or at at least showed that she was a little more lonely. That she was trying to entice him a little and he's only talking about selling insurance or something. Yeah, business, business, business. Right. Exactly. That way, you can get at least she, a little of the conflict that she has is, before she gets hypnotized. You got yeah, it. There yeah, isn't yeah. an inkling that their marriage is in trouble right. in the first thirty seconds that you get to see the Frank character. Yeah, that that spells that she would be open and susceptible to it. Right, <laughs> Jack. Sure, <laughs> Frank, Jack. Kevin. I'm the man with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the man with the gun. No, but there isn't enough trouble in paradise. Yeah, yeah. I mean he he is He's not fine. in he is not in the the first minute of the episode. She doesn't seem unhappily married. She doesn't Correct. seem unhappily married. He seems to love her. Mm-hmm. So here's what we change. You get them there. And then you start to build a divide between the two. So that's the first act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first act does end with her discovering the mandrake root. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it builds on their relationship. And it's just like, oh, we got the new house. Yeah. Maybe have more phone calls between the two where you can it, see it, some of the tension or something. Well, you get that. You do that whole. I think you could do it easy because, you know, they got they've got you you're in a bottle episode everything's going to happen on these two sound stages mm-hmm. so you got the first sound stage which is just like the the living room which has the tv in it mm-hmm. they come in the new house we're moved in uh this is great you know i start my new job tomorrow and then like all they have to do is like 
have her at, alone at TV at the night. At night, mm-hmm. the next day she's at the dinner table eating. I alone. thought we were gonna do. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't. Yeah. Sorry, and I think I, I like that. I also think that. Um, I don't think she brings her husband to the mandrake root. I think she discovers the mandrake root feeding on her husband or something. Or she, mm. you know, the husband comes home and she realizes he's going down to the basement or something. And that's kind of what snaps her out of it. I don't mm. necessarily have a problem with her opening the door for the mandrake root to attack her husband. Okay. But I do feel like there, it's like, what is it? Crossing the threshold. Like in the story, crossing the threshold is her sleeping with the mandrake root. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's over it. But what brings her back? What's the lesson that she learns? What's the thing that yeah. bring, brings her home a changed person is that she sees the person that she actually loves getting hurt. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think we're we're pretty I think we're I think yeah. we're there. I think you could do it either way where she sells them out. Yeah. Or you could do it where she realizes that this thing doesn't care about anybody and it just wants blood. Just wants to feed, yeah. I think both are fine and both would work. I don't know that he necessarily needed to be an abusive boyfriend, the Mandrake group. Yeah, I I, I don't either. I think, yeah, I think manipulative. I definitely, I definitely, definitely I I don't know that we needed throwing broth. Yeah. No, we didn't need that. The way that I would look at the mandrake root is this is something that has survived generationally. Mm-hmm. And it survives by being cunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it survives by understanding the host. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to manipulate the host to get what it wants. Let's get a scale, Jen. Uh, okay, scale of 1 to 10 um, broth flingings. Kind of 5? Yeah, I'd give it five and a half. I give it six. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I the reason why I got six is Frankie Faison. Yeah, he's great. Uh, thank you, Michael Watkins, for the suggestion for Bonkers earlier in this episode as a sponsor. Uh, if you have a sponsor, aka a commercial from the eighties, that you would like us to watch and then talk about, uh, all you have to do is post it to us on. T from the dark side at Instagram or Facebook. Thank you to everybody who has been responding to our survey questions. Uh, thank you, Marissa, for your notes. Um, we love how you found the show. And, and that's awesome. And thank you for uh, girl power. Hell yeah. Yeah. If you want to help the show, this is the easiest thing to do. Share us on whatever platform you are on. Um, Boy, oh boy, you would be shocked at how much that helps us, helps other listeners find us. And, you know, this is, you're you're in a special little club here. Yeah. I think we've got. Tell good people. I think we've got a little little piece of dynamite with this show. Blow up some friends with laughs. Yeah. (laughs) Or enemies. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) You know someone who likes dick jokes. If you know somebody who likes a just filthy. Just foul. Just spiraling. Spiraling into the, the chasm. filth miasma. Of, yeah. Filth miasma. <laughs> How would you describe uh, transmission from the dark side? Well, I believe it's like a vehicle careening into the filth. Cur- <sighs> but good. But it's good. But it's really oh, it's good. Great. I it's mean, really you're going to love it. Yeah, you'll laugh. 
Uh, guys, did I forget anything? Uh, try, try to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight? daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Right, bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.